okay um good day to you um i'm so glad we could uh, be having this session today so this is going to be the second resource or is it the first resource on the second part of the Sidram Youth Fellowship Workers in Training Program. And this particular part focuses on working in the vineyard of God. Working in the vineyard of God. By the grace of God, I am Adeikunle Joshua Olabionu. And I am glad that at this time, at a time like this, you are listening to this uh, lesson. So I will try as much as possible to keep this discussion under and high. Because this is a sensitive part in the whole program as it is. It is a sensitive part and I don't want to by any means rush in such a way that you miss any of the information. Alright, so uh, in, the, in the group, we have discussed that uh, we have established what the vineyard of God is. Okay, in the group already, in the WhatsApp group, we have discussed that the vineyard of God is the kingdom of God. Okay, and that, that we, when we talk about the kingdom of God, it's not... In heaven it is on earth and is in you and uh, so when we, when, we, when we talk now when we say the vineyard of God we call it the kingdom of God okay and is in you in order for us to understand this better I want us to look at the book of first Corinthians chapter 3 first Corinthians chapter 3 verse 9 all right so first Corinthians chapter 3 verse 9 says for we are laborers with God okay ye are God's Ye are God's husbandry. Ye are God's building. I want you to understand this: that we are laborers with God. Okay, for we are God's husbandry, and we are God's building. So when we call something a husbandry, all right, a husbandry is like a, a farm for a particular purpose. Uh, if we did the agriculture when we were in the secondary school days. You understand animal husbandry. So a husbandry is a farm, okay, for animals. So it's this, almost the same thing like a farm is vineyard too. So here the Bible is telling us here in First Corinthians chapter 3, verse 9, that we, for we are laborers together with God. Okay. And we have God's husbandry. And at the same time is building. Now, what this is telling us. Okay, so we're going to be focusing in this podcast on four main topics, four main points. And the first point is, who is a worker in God's vineyard? We'll be answering these questions. What does the Bible say about workers in the vineyard of God? We're going to be looking at what does it mean to work in the vineyard? And we're going to be looking at the benefits of working in the God's vineyard. And we have first established one simple truth. Is that God's vineyard is the church of God. It refers to the kingdom of God on earth. And that refers to you. The Bible is saying here in 1 Corinthians 3. We can find evidence in 1 Corinthians 3. It says that, For we are laborers together with God, and we are God's husbandry. We are the vineyard. Okay? And we are God's building. Okay, if you look at that, Jesus himself said that, I am the vine, and ye are my branches. I am the vine, and ye have my branches. This is Jesus that said it himself. This is to tell us, okay, that when we are talking about our vineyard, we are talking about us, ourselves. So it might bring us to the question, who is a worker in God's vineyard? And before we go to another place, 
I want us to look at it here. In 1 Corinthians chapter 9, it says, For we are laborers together with God. So after we have established that we are uh, we are the vineyard of God, he's saying here that for we are laborers together with God. It means we are laboring together with God in his vineyard. Praise the Lord. So we, I want us to understand this clearly. So we are laboring together with God in the vineyard. So when we say someone is a worker in the vineyard, the first criteria is that that person is a born again believer and a child of God. I want you to understand this, that there is no difference between a worker and a child of God. That every child of God is a worker in God's vineyard. We are going to establish that. Every child of God is a worker in vineyard. Because a worker in the vineyard of God means someone that has been separated, that has decided to serve the Lord with his time and all that he has. And that is what every child of God is called to. For we have been called unto a fellowship. Let us look at the book of first, uh, the book of Luke, chapter 17. Luke chapter 17, verse 21. Luke 17, 21. Praise the Lord. I'm, 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 I'm on my way. If you're there, you can just uh, wait a little for me. Luke 17, 21. Now, it says, Neither shall they say, Let's start from 20. And when he was demanded of the Pharisees, where the kingdom of God shall come, he answered them and said, The kingdom of God cometh not with observation. Don't forget we have said that God's vineyard is the church of God and it refers to the kingdom of God on earth. Now, now about the kingdom of God, it says that, Neither shall they say, Lo there or lo here. For behold, the kingdom of God is within you. This is further telling us that you are God's. You can find evidence here that we are God's vineyard. We can find evidence in Luke 17 verse 21 that we are what? God's vineyard. Jesus himself said, Behold, the kingdom of God is within you. Well, let's go back to who is a worker in the vineyard. So we're now talking about who is a worker in the God's vineyard. And it's important that we understand this. Let's go back to that first Corinthians chapter 2. Chapter 3, rather, verse 9. For we are laborers together with God. It means that the first worker in God's vineyard is God himself. <laughs> I want us to understand that. The first laborer, okay, in God's vineyard himself is God. So if we are in his vineyard, God wants us as his vineyard to be fruitful. Now, when we call somebody a worker, he does not necessarily have to be the one that is doing the petty work. A supervisor is a worker. A manager is a worker. The CEO of a company is a worker. The MD of the company is a worker. The capacity in which they work is what is different. But the first worker in the vineyard of God, that is the CEO and the MD himself, is God. He now says here in 1 Corinthians, Chapter 3. For we are laborers together with God. We are God's husbandry and we are his building. Now, 10. According to the grace of God, which is given unto me, 
as a wise master builder. So he's saying here that some people in the in the vineyard of God can be builders. I have laid the foundation, and another buildeth thereon. But let every man take it how he buildeth thereupon. It means that it is not all of us that we do the same thing. I want us to understand this. For we are laboring together means that we are not going to do the same thing. After we have established that we are working in God's vineyard, and the first worker is God himself, and that it is the capacity in which we labor that is different. It says, Paul planted, Apollos watered, but God gave the increase. So, the capacity in which we work in the vineyard of God cannot be the same because the needs of the vineyard of God which are you and I are many praise the Lord the needs of the vineyard of God which are you and I are so many such that everybody cannot act in the same capacity 11 2 Corinthians chapter 3 verse 11 it now says 10 it says but let every man take it how he build it thereupon for other foundation can no man lay than that which is laid, which is Christ Jesus. He's saying here that the very foundation of you working in the vineyard of God is Christ Jesus. So if Christ Jesus is not in you, you are not a worker. In fact, you can, you, everything you are doing, you, are laying the, you have laid the wrong foundation. So you cannot be, this is why we are emphasizing on working in the vineyard of God and being born again first. It is why you have this training. It is why you are going through this training. Because the Bible is making us understand that the foundation of everything you are going to do must that you must do it in Christ Jesus. I have said this countless of times that the work of God cannot be done in the flesh. 12, 11. For other foundation can no man lay than that which is laid, which is Christ Jesus. 12. Now, if any man build upon this foundation gold, silver, precious stone, wood, hay, stubble, 13. Every man's work shall be made manifest. Praise the Lord. Every man's work shall be made everybody. For the day shall declare it, because it shall be revealed by fire. And the fire shall try every man's work of what sort it is. See, this is important. I want you to pay attention here. So a worker in God's vineyard is somebody that has laid his foundation in Christ Jesus. One. And the reason he is doing everything, okay, is because of Christ Jesus. It's because of the love of God that is in him. Any other thing that you do outside of this, okay, will be revealed and will not be counted. 14. He says, If any man's work abide which he shall build thereupon, he shall receive a reward. Hello? He says here that you are only eligible for a reward. If everything you build, you continue to build it upon the foundation you have laid, which is Christ Jesus. If you are going to receive a reward. If you are going to so it means that you can be you can think of yourself as a worker in the vineyard of God and you are not a worker in the reality 
Because all these things that you are doing, if you are going to be a worker in the vineyard of God, you must be able to do it based on the foundation, built upon the foundation that you are what that has been laid, which is in Christ Jesus. Because it is only then that you shall receive a reward. So when you are walking in the vineyard of God, you have no business with no man. Do all things unto God. Do all things with one mind, knowing that you are serving God with that which you thou doest. Still talking about who is a worker in the vineyard of God. So a worker in the vineyard of God, okay, is someone, okay, that has decided to serve with that which you have eaten us. So I want you to understand something, that everything that God gave you, it is so that you can be fruitful. We have said this before, that the vineyard of God is us, okay? And the needs of the vineyard of God are your needs. I want you to understand this. You are the vineyard of God. You are a worker in the same vineyard. So because the needs of the vineyard of God, that is the collective people that are in God, the brethren and the whole world as it is, the needs are so many. So as a worker in the vineyard of God, you will, your capacity will be different. So I want you to understand this. So because somebody is singing, okay, and you are the you are an usher, it does not make the person better or worse than you. Who we'll get there? Every man, okay, shall do accordingly, shall do according to his ability and capacity. Mm. You must you see, we cannot all do the same thing because the needs of the vineyard are many. So let us look at what does the Bible say about the vineyard of God. We have established who the worker in the vineyard of God is. We have established what the vineyard is. Okay? And we have established the criteria for which you might be able to receive a reward. I want you to pay attention to those things. May God help you. So, what does the Bible say about workers in the vineyard? I want us to look at uh, Colossians chapter 3. The book of Colossians chapter 3. Colossians chapter 3, verse 23 to 24. Now, it says that whatsoever ye do, do it utterly. Okay? As to the Lord, and not unto men. Knowing that of the Lord ye shall receive the reward of the inheritance. For ye serve the Lord Christ. Praise the Lord. Now, if we let us go, I want us to go back to that Colossians before we come here. Sorry, Corinthians. First Corinthians 3. Now, 3 says, 3 14 now says, If any man's work abide which he shall build. We are talking about what does the Bible say about workers in the vineyard. Let's start from 1 Corinthians 3 8, 14. If any man's work abide which he hath built thereupon, he shall receive a reward. The Bible is saying here that workers in the vineyard are eligible to receive a reward. But the condition is that they must build upon the foundation, which is in Christ Jesus. Now, another thing here is saying that, another, uh, another scripture is saying, Colossians 3, chapter 23. Whatsoever ye do, do it utterly as to the Lord and not unto men. As a worker in the vineyard, whatsoever you must do, do it with an open mind. As to God, you have no business with men. 24. Knowing that of the Lord you shall receive of the reward, 
receive the reward of the inheritance so you should know that your reward do not come from men but from god so even though god is going to bless you through men it is still from god so know this that your work in the vineyard of god okay is for the blessing and edification of men and the glorification of god i want you to be clear on that your working in the vineyard of god is to the edification and blessing of men okay and to the glory of god so your work as a worker in the vineyard of god might be the answers to the prayers of some people god has decided to use you as a vessel to be to answer some people's prayer and it is people that god will use to answer your prayers praise the lord our god is so wonderful this is to tell you that despite the fact that we are workers we are at the same time the vineyard of god 24 knowing that the lord shall knowing that of the lord you shall receive the reward of the inheritance for ye shall serve for ye serve the lord christ all right we're still talking about what does the bible say about the vineyard of god all right so let's look at uh, another bible verse philippians chapter 2 philippians chapter 2 philippians chapter 2 verse 14 it says here praise the lord praise the lord praise the lord now let's start from 13 philippians chapter 2 verse 13 now it says here for it is god which worketh in you both to will and to do okay of his good pleasure for it is god which worketh in you both to will okay and to do of his good pleasure 14 do all things without murmurings and disputings <laughs> do all things without murmurings and disputings that ye may be blameless and harmless the sons of god without rebuke in the midst of a crooked and perverse nation among whom ye shine as lights in the world praise the lord so the bible is saying here okay about workers that when you <laughs> praise the lord so when you are a worker in the vineyard of god okay you are going to do you should do all things without murmuring and being blameless without murmuring and being blameless without murmuring and being blameless this is so important this is so important for you because if you are working in the vineyard of god and you are murmuring you have received your reward praise the lord you have received your reward you have received your it is so important that we understand this it is so so important that we understand this so important so when you do when you are when we are being forced to work for god you have spoiled your reward do all things without murmurings and disputings that's what the bible says that you will be blameless so when you are being blameless you will be harmless the sons of god without a book I want us to pay attention to those Bible verses, alright? We will still come back to what does the Bible say about workers in the vineyard, okay? And this is where we will talk about the 
So one very particular parable that we should consider is the parable of the workers in the vineyard. We're still talking about what does the Bible say about workers in the vineyard. Please pay attention. I want us to go over to the book of Matthew chapter 20. Matthew 20. Matthew chapter 20. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Matthew 20. Okay. Verse 1. We'll start with we'll from verse 1 to 16. Now, it is Jesus. Okay. That is talking here. Okay. Jesus himself. He says, For the kingdom of heaven is like unto a man that is an householder, which went out early in the morning. Please pay attention to this parable. To hire laborers into his vineyard. Vineyard. Two. And when he had agreed with the laborers for a penny a day, he sent them into his vineyard. And he went out about the third hour and saw others standing idle in the marketplace and said unto them, Go ye also into the vineyard, and whatsoever is right, I will give you. And they went their way. Again, he went out about the sixth and ninth hour and did likewise. And the, about the eleventh hour he went out and found others standing idle, and said unto them, Why stand ye all the day idle? 7. They say unto him, Because no man hath hired us, he said unto them, Go ye also into the vineyard, and whatsoever is right, that shall ye receive. Whatsoever is right, that shall ye receive. So when even was come eight, the Lord of the vineyard said unto his steward, Call the laborers, praise the Lord, and give them their hire, beginning from their last unto the first. Okay. And when they came that were hired about the eleventh hour, they received every man a penny. But when the first came, they supposed that they should have received more, and they likewise received every man a penny. And when they had received it, they murmured against the good man of the house. 12. Saying, This last have wrought but one hour, and thou hast made them equal unto us, which have borne the burden and heat of the day. But he answered one of them and said, Friend, I do thee no wrong. Didst thou not agree with me for a penny? Take that thine is and go thy way, and I will give unto this last even as unto thee. Is it not lawful unto me? For me to do what I will with my own. Praise the Lord. Now, the good man of the house, now the labor, the, uh, the holder, the owner of the house is saying, Is it not lawful for me to do what I will do with my own thing? Is thine high evil because I am good? So the last shall be the first and the first last. For many be called, but few are chosen. I had, permit me to have. Out of the field that are chosen, there will be people that will still be cast away. Praise the Lord. I want you to understand this parable. Now, let me break, let me let me uh, relate with you without reading the Bible. The Bible is saying that a young a man that is the owner of a house went out, went out in the day, okay, and uh, hired some people in the morning. Then about 12 in the afternoon, he, he agreed with them that I'm going to pay you 10,000 okay he went in the during the around 12 he hired some people he went around three he hired some people he went around five hired some people and then went around six in the evening hired some people okay now 
by the time it was in the evening, he told people he hired during the evening, okay, that I will pay you that which is right. Praise the Lord. I want you to understand something. That despite the fact that we are in the vineyard of God, the number of years we have spent does not matter. God will deal with every man justly. Because our God is a just God and is no respecter of persons. The number of hours you have spent is not what matters. Praise the Lord. <laughs> so I'm telling I'm still telling you what does the Bible say about workers in the vineyard. So you can come late, okay, and receive many. Praise the Lord. Because the people that came around six and worked for just one hour. The householder paid them the same amount as the people that came in the morning. Now, I want you to understand that it's not because the householder wants to be favorable unto them. He paid them that which is right. He said it here. He said in, in uh, verse 7, because uh, he said unto them, Go ye also into the vineyard, and whatsoever is right, that ye shall receive. The Bible is saying here to you, the worker in the vineyard of God, that you will receive that which is right. That it does not matter the number of hours you have spent, that is, the number of years, but you will receive the fullness of God according to what you do. You will receive your reward. You will receive the full reward of the things you have done. And we have talked about the qualification for reward before. Praise the Lord. I want us to not forget that. That there is a qualification for reward and it is that you have done everything you have done not not forgetting the foundation that is the qualification for reward building everything upon the foundation which is christ jesus that is our qualification now the reward okay here is now determined by god okay and by the effort you put into it praise the lord so this parable is telling us that this is how the kingdom of God is. The kingdom of God that is in us. The kingdom of heaven that is in us. So God has called you and me. God has called all of us, okay, to work in his vineyard so that we can bless each other. And so when you do this, do it diligently without looking at other people. Now look at it here in verse uh, 15. In verse, sorry, uh, in verse uh, 10, it says, But when the first came, that is the people that have spent enough time, that were there all day, they said unto the, they said that, they supposed, they, when the first came, they supposed that they should have received more. And they likewise received man, every man a penny. And when they had received it, they murmured against the good man of the house. This is what some people in the household of God are doing today. So when they see a, someone that has just joined the work and has probably two years and they've been there 10 years and they see that ah, so God has blessed this person. They feel as if God has not been fair to them. I am telling you that the word of God is saying here hmm, that God is just and he will reward every man rightly. Praise the Lord. So he's saying it now. He's saying that in, in, in verse 15 he says is it not lawful for me to do what I will with my own? Is thy high evil? So it is evil for you, okay, to now compare yourself with other workers in the vineyard of God. The Bible calls it evil. 
do everything heartily and diligently. Because everything you do, you are doing unto God and not men. It does not matter the number of years. It does not matter the number of hours. It does not matter the intensity. Do everything unto God. This is what the Bible of God is. This is what the Word of God is saying. And this is Jesus himself likening the kingdom of heaven to this parable. So I want you to understand this. I want you to draw some lessons from this parable. The first lesson is that if the number of years you are serving does not matter. What matters is whether you are serving actively, okay, and you are building upon the foundation. It does you and then two, God is always just and you will receive what is right. Okay? Three, everybody is called to what? To labor. We are laborers with God himself. Okay? Four, it is evil, it is wrong for you to compare yourself with any other worker in the household of faith and of God. Do all things diligently. Praise the Lord. These are the four main lessons I want us to draw from this parable. So we are, going to, we are finished down. What does the Bible say about workers in the vineyard now? Let's move on to the next point. What does it mean to work in the vineyard? Praise the Lord. What does it mean to work in the vineyard? So in simple terms, to work in the vineyard of God means to serve. I want us to understand something. To work in the vineyard of God means to do two things. First, to serve. Second, to manifest. Praise the Lord. The scripture says that in that book of uh, Romans, I think it's Romans, it says that uh, uh, the heinous expectations, let us go there, I think it's Romans 8, 21. Uh, let's go there. Uh, praise the Lord. Romans 8, 21. What does it mean to work in the vineyard of God? Romans chapter 8. Now, let's start from 19. It says, For the earnest expectation of the creation waited for the manifestations of the sons of God. Okay? For the creation was made subject to vanity, not willingly, but by reason of him who had subjected the same in hope. 21. Because the creature itself shall also be delivered from the bondage of corruption into the glorious liberty of the children of God understand this that for you have to be you have said that the a worker is a child of god and this child of god has in him great the glorious liberty of god okay now look at it now 22 says now for we know that the whole creation grew on it okay and traveled in pain together until now praise the lord so the NSX, see, the first thing as a worker, okay? So what it means to work in the vineyard of God is to first manifest the life of God in you. So I want us to understand this first. So the, the first meaning is that you need to manifest the life of God that is in you. Because we have said that we are God's vineyard ourselves, okay? So, and there, so the needs of the vineyard of God are vast. 
there are so many people that are part of the vine the Bible says Jesus said I am the vine and ye are my branches and as branches you are supposed to bring fruits out praise the Lord so you must understand this that the first thing what the first thing it means to walk in the vineyard of God is to manifest Beyond you walking in the usher, beyond you singing, beyond you, before you do all of that, you need to manifest God in you. See, if you are unable to manifest as a child of God, okay, and you are doing all of it, it will be impossible for you to do all of those things and do it diligently. So, you need to first ask yourself, am I a child of God? And how can I manifest as the child of God? Okay, so how can you now manifest as the child of God? I want us to consider a particular scripture. It says, in this, the children of God are manifest, and the children of the devil. He that loveth, uh, sorry, he that doeth unrighteousness is not of God. So, as a child of God, if you are going to be manifesting, the first thing you need to manifest is the righteousness of God that is in you. Not your own righteousness, the righteousness of God that is in you. Now, it now continues to say, Neither is he that loveth not his brother. <laughs> Sorry. Praise the Lord. So, manifesting as. So, manifesting as a child of God means that you are manifesting the love of God that is in you to people around you. So, it is impossible for you to be a true worker in the vineyard of God without loving the brethren. Let us establish that. So, for every man, okay, that is manifesting the love of God, okay, in the household of God, I want you to understand this. That person is a worker. And this is the basis of the behaviors of the children of God. He said, in this is the children of God and of the devil manifest, okay? He that doeth not, or he doeth not righteousness is not of God, Okay? And neither is he that loveth not his brother. Love. Love. So, you, you will now understand that if you are able to manifest the love of God that is in you. Okay? Now, manifesting that love means that you have this brotherly care. You fellowship with the brethren. You show your love. So, it is not until you come to the podium to come and sing. It is not until you come to the... Uh, to stand by the door to be a husher. When you show love first, you are already walking in the vineyard of God. When you show love to the brethren, you fellowship together, you share, you are walking. So there are a lot of people that are not workers in church, okay, but they are workers in the vineyard of God. I want you to understand. So that is the difference between. So there is a difference between being a worker in church, okay, and a worker in the vineyard of God. So somebody can be a worker in church, and really, sincerely, and he's not a worker in the vineyard of God, because everything he's doing is high service. And you can be a worker in the vineyard of God, okay, without being a worker in the church. Okay, I want us to pay attention to that. So a worker in the vineyard of God is somebody that first, okay, is able to manifest the life of God in him, okay, 
through his righteous through the righteous through manifesting the righteousness of God and the love of the brethren because that is this uh, greatest that is the second greatest commandment right okay the second way the second thing it means to walk in the house of God is to serve in the, to walk in the vineyard of God is to serve two meanings those are the two things it means first to manifest as a child of God second to serve serve so when you manifest you are blessing people when you serve in the house of God you are blessing people praise the Lord so this is important for us to understand it is so important I want us to look at the first Corinthians chapter 10 First Corinthians chapter 10, verse 31. It says, Whether therefore ye eat or drink or whatsoever ye do, okay, do all to the glory of God. I want us to start uh, um, Okay. I want us to start from uh, 28. Okay, so this is talking about food, basically, you know. But I want us to, <laughs> I want us to look at this from uh, from that First uh, Corinthians chapter ten, verse thirty-one. Wherefore, whether therefore you eat or drink or whatsoever, that's our focus. Whatsoever you do, do all to the glory of God whatsoever it's not just food alone now whatsoever so if you are manifesting as a son of God okay you are doing it to the glory of God and the edification and blessing of men if you are serving you are doing it to the glory of God and to the what so that men will be blessed this is what it means to walk in the vineyard of God Praise the Lord. Serve. Serve. It is so important. See, service is important that, and the, that is the most common form. But it is it is uh, almost impossible to serve in the vineyard of God if you are unable to manifest as a child of God. So only should only the children of God, okay, can really have have service that are rewardable in the house of in the in the vineyard of God. Let me repeat that for emphasis. It's, I'm saying that only the children of God, people that are manifesting as the children of God, okay, only them have rewards when they are serving in the house of God. Because by being children of God, it means that first you are manifesting the love of God, okay, and you are manifesting the righteousness of God and everything that you are doing. By doing all of these things, you will have fulfilled the requirements to receive reward for your service. So in all thy doings, do serve as a child of God, not as people serve in the world. Give yourself to service. See, I I understand that when you serve, you will be served. Praise the Lord. Let me repeat it. It is the law. When you serve, know this, you will be served. So if you want to be served, you must serve. Praise the Lord. 
So if you want to be blessed, you must bless. If you want to be blessed, you must be a blessing. You must be a vessel of blessing to others. This is why it is important for you to be a worker in the church. So apart from, uh, apart from uh, you know, manifesting the love of God, so you can, okay, so I have the gift of God in me, I can sing. I have the gift of God in me, I can, uh, you know, I can uh, probably hush. I have the gift of God in me, I can talk. I have the gift of God in me, I have abundance of money. So everything that God has given you, it is so that you may be able to bless others with it. So when we say manifesting the love of God all the time, we are not always talking about money because the needs of people are always beyond money. So I may not be able to give you money, but I might be able to give you the kind of information that will give you a lot of money. I want you to understand this that being a child of God is one sharing the love of God okay is one but serving is a whole different thing being a worker I want you now to now understand something that when God deposits a gift into you okay and you do not serve okay in the household of God in the, in the vineyard of God you, you don't serve in, in the vineyard of God with it that thing will not be able to multiply. Gradually, it will deplete, it will deplete gradually until you don't have it any longer. Praise the Lord. So, that gift you have, so your, your, for you, your time might be a gift. Praise the Lord. I want you to understand this. That when we talk about gifts, it is not always talents. Time can be gifts. That you have time. Some people don't have it. That you have time and you are able to dedicate that time to, you know, serving in the household of God. It is a gift. Use it for God. Use it to serve. That you have a nice voice is a gift. Use it. That you can stand and direct people is a gift. Use it. That you are humble and can relate well with people is a gift in the household of God. Use it. That you can teach is a gift. Use it. That you can prophesy. Okay? It has been given unto you. Use it. Because when you don't use them to serve in the household of God, okay, it will deplete. Everybody has been called unto a fellowship so that we can serve each other and be blessed of God and of ourselves. This is important that we understand. This is what it means. Let's not forget it. This is what it means to work in the house of God, in the God's vineyard. One, to manifest as the children of God. Two, to serve. We've discussed about what manifesting as the children of God is. So one of the one of the things of mani- one of the things that involves manifesting as the children of God is to provide solutions. As a child of God, one of the manifestations that you need is to provide solutions. It says, for the heinous expectation of the creation is the manifestations of the sons of God. See, let me tell you something categorically. That as if all the workers that are in the church in this country decide, decide to manifest as the children of God that they are, and they, and, they, you know, and they manifest to the fullest of their capacity, this country will not remain the same. Manifest. So let your manifestations, manifestations so be that even it touches the it touches people that are not unbelievers. 
let the manifestation of God in you so be, okay, that it touches people that are unbelievers too. There and then, you will, the good Lord will give you your reward, which is right. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So I want us to understand this. So finally, wow, this is 44 minutes. We have 16 minutes to go. So finally, what are the benefits of walking in the vineyard of God? Benefits. And I want to I want to be showing us one after the other quickly. Benefits of working in the vineyard of God. The first benefit is that you yourself, the individual, will be fruitful. <laughs> that is the first benefit. So if you want to be fruitful as a person, if you want to be fruitful, okay, you have to work in the vineyard of God. Let us look at uh, the book of Philippians. Philippians chapter 4. Philippians chapter 4, verse uh, 19. 4.19. Now, let's look at, let's start from uh, 17. So it was said, I think it's Apostle Paul that was talking here. Okay, Apostle Paul, he was saying that, uh, now, 17. Not because I desire a gift, but I desire fruits that may abound to your account. I desire fruits that may abound to your account. So when you, praise the Lord. Now, so when you serve, okay, when you manifest, okay, fruits will abound to your account. Even you yourself, it means that you are being fruitful. See, the person that is unfruitful, an unfruitful person cannot bless other people. It is because you are fruitful, okay? That is why God can use you as a vessel to bless people. So if you have that privilege today, the only way to multiply that fruitfulness is to continue to be a vessel through which God blesses people. 18. But I have all and abound. I am full. Having received of Epaphroditus, the things which were sent from you, and odor of a sweet smell, a sacrifice acceptable, well-pleasing to God. Apostle Paul now told them that, but my God shall supply all your need. <laughs> my God shall supply all your need according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. I want you to understand that when you yourself, okay, when you yourself, praise the Lord, apart from you being fruitful, we've said that's the first benefit now. The second benefit is that God will supply all your needs. That is the second benefit. God, we, we have found evidence in that first Corinthians, okay? First Corinthians chapter 4. Sorry, Philippians 4, 17 to 19. Apart from you being fruitful, God will supply all your needs. And this is why. Because you have become a vessel yourself through which God is supplying other people's needs. Mm-hmm. You have become a vessel. Even this, if it's just singing that you are singing, that ministration has been a blessing to souls. If it is prayer you are leading, your prayer has become a blessing to other people. If it is teaching, if it is preaching, you have, you have become a medium through which God has blessed people. If it is prophecy, you have become a medium through which God has blessed people. You have met their needs. God has used you to meet their needs. That is the same way that God will use other people to meet all of your needs. These are the benefits of working in the vineyard 
of God. Let's look at another benefit. Deuteronomy chapter 18. 8. Deuteronomy 8. Praise the Lord. Deuteronomy chapter 8, verse 18. Now it says, But thou shalt remember the Lord thy God, for it is he that giveth thee power to get wealth, that he may establish his covenant which he swear unto thy fathers. <laughs> so when you, okay, so when you uh, serve in the vineyard of God, okay, and walk in the vineyard of God, God will give you the power to get wealth. That is another benefit. When you serve, you will receive power to get wealth. Power to get wealth. Another benefit. Psalm 91. Psalm 91. I hope you're taking note of these scriptures. Psalm 91, verse 16. Okay. It says here. Let's start from 15. Okay, let's start from 14. It says, Because he has set his love upon me, okay, therefore will I deliver him. Okay? I will set him on high because he hath known my name. But the first thing here God is saying is, Because you have set your, the love of God upon you, such that you are manifesting the love of God. Don't forget, when we say we are walking in the vineyard of God, what are you doing? You are manifesting as a child of God first. Okay, and you're serving. So, because <laughs> Kai, praise the Lord, you are now manifesting the love of God. God said He will set you on high. Benefits. Okay? Because you have known His name. Now, 15. He said, You will call upon God and He will answer you. Another benefit. Will, you will call upon God and He will answer you. He will deliver you and honor you. Walking in the vineyard of God gives unto people deliverance, honor. We are looking, you are seeing evidences of what will happen when you walk in the vineyard of God here. Deliverance, honor. Now, sister says, with long life will I satisfy him. One of the promises of God for you when you serve in the vineyard of God is long life. We can find evidences of these things in Psalm 91, verse 14 to 16. It says, With long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. Praise the Lord. Those are one of the benefits of working in the vineyard of God. There are still many. We, we, we continue. Let's look at the uh, first Peter chapter 2. First Peter. Whoa, nine minutes. I, I, I'll round up so. First Peter. First Peter. Uh-huh. Okay. First Peter chapter two, verse twenty-four. Now, it says that who is his own self bear our sins on his own body on the tree, that we, being dead to sins, should live unto righteousness. By whose stripes ye were healed. By whose stripes ye were healed. As a worker in the vineyard of God, 
one of the benefits you are entitled to is healing so you might be wondering why is this thing not manifesting in the life of some workers who come there one of the benefits you are entitled to is healing okay philippians chapter 4 let's look at another benefit philippians chapter 4 Philippians 4 6. Now, 6 says, Be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which purchases all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Jesus Christ. What the scripture is passing is that when you are when you are walking in the vineyard of God, you have peace. The Bible says in Romans chapter 5, verse so it says, Now, therefore, having been justified by faith, I have peace with God. I have peace with God. I have peace with God. Peace. Peace. Because you are a worker in his vineyard. And when you do things according to it, see, working, what I said is that working in the vineyard of God, that you are doing things according to the will of God manifesting as a child of God and serving I want I don't want us to lose sight on it and so uh, I want, there's also first Corinthians let us quickly look at those uh, scriptures first Corinthians chapter 2 verses to 8 I think I think we just read that no first Corinthians chapter 2 verse 6 to 8 first Corinthians 2 6 to 8 Alright, now, it says, Albeit we speak wisdom among them that are perfect, yet not the wisdom of this world, nor of the princes of this world that come to naught. But we speak the wisdom of God, okay, in a mystery, even the hidden wisdom which God ordained. Okay, not this one, sorry. Let's look at Revelation 3, this last scripture. I think I made a mistake there. Revelation chapter 3, verse 8. I wrote scripture for another thing. Revelation 3, verse 8. Now look at it. He says, I know thy works. Behold, I have set before thee an open door. One of the benefits of working in the vineyard of God is that God will set before you an open door. And he says now here that, and no man can shut it. Hey, I know, Momoishe, I know thy works. And behold, I have set before you an open door, and no man can shut it. For do ask a little strength, and has kept my word, and has not denied my name. Praise God. Now, if you look at that, we have mentioned about, <laughs> I'm so particular about this. That Revelation chapter 3 verse, it says, I know thy works. I know thy works. I know thy works. I know thy works. And because of that, I have kept before you an open door. And no man, no man shall be able to shut it. That is another benefit. So let us do a quick recap on the benefits. The first benefit is that you'll be fruitful yourself. The second benefit is that God will supply all your needs. The third benefit is that God will give you power to get wealth. The fourth benefit is that God will set you up on high. God will honor you. The fifth benefit is that God will answer you when you call. The sixth benefit is that God will deliver you and honor you. Another benefit is that it will, it will give you long life. 
Another benefit is that God will grant you healing and a healthy life. Another benefit is that God will give you peace. Okay. And another benefit, and the last one is that God will set before you open doors that no man can shut. Praise the Lord. I want us to, so you know, when I ask you a question that why is it that these things, okay, that God has promised in his word, okay, is not, is not, is probably not showing in the life of some people that are working. There are two things, two things. The first thing is that maybe, okay, their works are not qualified for rewards. So when you see a worker that their life is not aligned to these things, the first thing, okay, is that their works are not qualified for results, for rewards. And we have talked about the qualification for rewards is that everything must be done unto the glory of God utterly, diligently, hmm? without murmuring and disputings. That is the qualification, first qualification. Now, the second reason is not manifesting like that in the lives of some workers, not all workers though, is that they don't know how to claim their portion and or they are not they are ignorant of the re, of the reward of the benefits that comes with it and when someone is ignorant of what belongs to him okay that person is just as a person that does not know what belongs to him so a powerless person is equal to the person that is powerful but does not know that he is powerful so these are the reasons why these things are not what are not uh, manifesting in the lives of the workers. So I want to beseech us that even as you have listened to this audio, study the scriptures. Please don't study just because you want to write the exam. Study to understand and let the Holy Spirit minister to you so that you begin to manifest. May God help you. May God bless you. Thank you very much for joining us.